Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz and I will be your host. I'm so excited for today's episode because it is the first episode of 2024 and we're going to be talking about ins and outs for the new year. So just sit back and relax and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. It is the 2nd of January when I'm recording this and I am so excited to be back and recording and diving into another year of podcasting. I have so much to share this year and I'm really excited for some guests that we have upcoming. So there's a lot of really exciting things in the works as always. So I'm really excited, but I am so grateful to have you guys back for another year and just everyone who tunes in weekly to listen. I know that you guys really enjoyed 23 things that I learned in 2023, so this episode is going to be somewhat similar. I really want to kind of touch on sort of ins and outs and like this trend that's been going around and I decided to hop on it this year and I really enjoyed writing them out. I felt I feel like it was very therapeutic and Gabriel and I actually kind of wrote like our own ones out together while we were sitting in Faro in Portugal on our last day. And it was just nice because like we got to like kind of just talk about like different goals, different things that we wanted to focus on for the new year, but also things that we wanted to sort of try and eliminate from our lives, whether that was like something that was like hindering us or, you know, doing something to hold us back. And so I'm excited to kind of like, I'm excited to share them today and just kind of like dive more into each one. I know that I share them on Instagram sort of just as a bulleted list, but I feel like they're each kind of worth having having a discussion around. But before we get into that, let's of course start with our highs and lows for the week. All right, so I have a pretty weird low for the week and I feel like I'm gonna get a little, I might get a little bit of hate on this because it's just like something that like only stupid me would do and I'm really kicking myself for this. But essentially I got ill like just before we went to Portugal and I couldn't like pinpoint why I hadn't changed anything drastic in my diet and like just for context without like being too TMI I essentially like kept waking up like a few days in a row throwing up and like having the same symptoms and I couldn't figure out what it was I had a lot of like burning in my upper abdominal area and it was just like nothing like I've ever had before and then we went away on holiday which like I genuinely was not sure that I would make but like I was completely fine the entire holiday so I was like okay it must be something like that I ate at home that like or like drank at home I don't know what it is and then I we came back from Portugal and I and because I was so ill I had called 111 which if you're not from the UK that here is like a service that you can ring to speak to a nurse like if you have like something going on and it's sort of like not like instead of like calling 911 in the US like that's the equivalent of 999 here so there are other 
option is 111. And so I spoke to a nurse both days that I was really ill, like super early in the morning. And at the time, we kind of put it down to gastritis or we just thought it was something that had to do with like my acid reflux. So this nurse just told me essentially like stop eating spicy foods, stop drinking caffeine, stop having like acidic foods and like XYZ. And so I stopped drinking coffee, like cold turkey. And I'm not going to lie, I definitely got like the caffeine headaches that you get when you stop drinking coffee and you like were drinking a lot of coffee previously. And I really kind of got to a point where I was like, this is quite nice, like not to be so dependent on it. And then I slowly sort of started reincorporating things. Like I had like a matcha at one point, and then I had a couple of decaf coffees in Lisbon. And then we got back. And the thing is, I as many of you know, if you follow me on social media and you watch my like get ready with me videos, I have an espresso and I got said Nespresso in March of 2023 and I had not descaled it. And you're meant to descale it like I think like every couple of months. I had not descaled it until it flat, it started flashing with like a red light like this past month in December. And I was just like, okay, like we should probably do this. And so I went and picked up a descaling kit and the guy at the Nespresso counter like gave me the instructions, like gave me a PDF. So I like took it home with me and I followed every step. And I think I just like, honestly, because I think like everything went fine. I think I just like went to make a coffee too soon because like every coffee ever since I descaled it just tastes so off. But the other thing is I can now like link the fact that like the days that I got really ill and like was like vomiting are also the days where I attempted to like try and make a coffee with my Nespresso and I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it down to the fact that I think that I kind of low-key poison myself because like the, the stuff that you use to descale is like obviously like soap and like you know like cleaning like liquids and so that wasn't very nice and I was ill that just a few days ago and I am really glad that I kind of figured it out and I have a a completely new coffee machine coming which I'm really really excited about because I used to be a barista in college as a part-time job so like I've gotten I've ordered like a proper like sage machine so I'm really really excited to just like come back into like my coffee girl era but like I think also like we'll touch on in the ins and outs like I'm not gonna be like as caffeine heavy and I think like the fact that I would have to like go and like you know grind the beans and then like actually make the espresso and you know steam the milk and kind of like go through like a step-by-step process rather than just like popping a pod into the espresso I think is gonna also sort of like eliminate like the fact that I before this had like two to three coffees a day which is just like not healthy and I'm excited to kind of just like continue to focus on like bringing down my caffeine caffeine intake and not being as dependent. And I think one of the big things for this year is that I want to completely eliminate the coffee from my pre-run breakfast because I always just end up like coming home and then like craving another coffee either because like the run was really rainy or cold or like whatever. And I like kind of jump straight into work and my working day. And so I think like kind of eliminating that from like the pre-run breakfast is also going to help with like not feeling like I have to be dependent on caffeine in order to like have a quote-unquote successful workout, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. And I feel like I could go on a tangent about this topic forever, but I'm going to just kind of like experiment and see how it goes and I will keep you guys updated. But my 
high for the week is that I think like Portugal was just really great for Gabriel and I. It was a super last minute trip that we booked, which is like, I think both a good thing and a bad thing because like, I think we both really want to like, just like travel more in the new year. And I, fun fact, used to travel loads, especially during my master's program in London. I was going somewhere new like every month. I kid you not. Like I was on a Ryanair flight, an EasyJet flight, a Wizz Air flight like every month. And I think like the cheapest flight that I had paid for at one point was like eight pounds. It was crazy, but I just miss traveling. And I think that like the pandemic obviously changed a lot of us, but like, I think just like going away for a week and being in sunshine obviously does a number for your health and just like getting that vitamin D rather than just like us having our vitamin D gummies at home. I think it was just really good. And we were also just like pretty relaxed about like our day-to-day sort of like schedules and we were kind of like we we didn't want to be too stringent but at the same time we still wanted to do things so it was nice to like kind of have things to do each day and it was just like like nice to have that time off of work as well and just like really actually relax and like really take the time away and unplug and just like be immersed in like a new part of the world that I'd never been to before and I really enjoyed it I enjoyed just like taking it easy with my runs, enjoying the sunshine and exploring new cities, trying new foods. And it was just a really great time. And I I feel like we both sort of came back feeling really recharged. We literally landed like on midnight of New Year's Eve. So like we came back and had like a full day on New Year's Eve, but like it was just really nice kind of like going into the new year and feeling like, okay, we didn't just like, we feel like we actually like are ready for the new year and we're ready to like tackle new goals and like set new goals and all these things. And I'm going to be talking about all these in this episode. So I'm going to stop blabbering on, but I am just really excited about this new year. I have a really good feeling. I don't know why. And I feel like I've seen a couple of people say that. So I'm really excited to see sort of what the new year holds. But without further ado, let's just jump into the episode of my ins and outs for 2024. All right, so I feel like I'm going to start with the outs and then we're going to go into the ins because my ins are a much longer list. So we're just going to go through my outs for 2024. So things that I don't want to include in my new year, I don't want to be a part of and just like things that I've sort of learned over the years that I'm just like, okay, this is like not a thing for me anymore. So starting off strong with number one, running with a niggle and ignoring it. I did like a video and a couple of episodes just around like the fact that like a lot of us as runners obviously get niggles from time to time and it's kind of hard to avoid especially if you're running at a high intensity and higher mileage and I feel like in the past I would have like just run through pain run through niggles but I feel like I'm now sort of at a point where like I'm so much more like in tune and in touch with like my body that like I am constantly checking in with my coach to like say like okay this is how I was feeling today this is how like for example like my knee has been sort of like the main issue at the moment where like we deloaded and cut my mileage in half the past few weeks and stopped all of speed work. So really like kind of cut back and wanted to take it easy, but still sort of keep some sort of a running routine. And I feel like it's just so important because like when I went through my injury this time last year, like when I first rolled my ankle at the beginning of December, 2022, like I just kept trying to run through it. And I kept trying to like convince myself that like it was fine. It was okay. Even though I had like a full on injury and I 
did this without like consulting a physio or like, you know, speaking to someone like I went to the doctor and they told me it was a grade A sprain, but it wasn't like I didn't have like the right kind of like, I guess, guidance on it. And I feel like I just like kind of kept trying to push it. And I kept I remember. And like the thing is, like, I think if I, I find it so cringy because like TikTok will tell you like on this day, like this, you posted this video and all through December, I was getting like all of my videos from like when I was like, okay, guys, like I'm pushing through and I'm going to, you know, I think my ankle's okay. I think it's fine now. It's been like three days. And I was like, what are you thinking? Like what? Like you needed way more time off. Like, and the fact that like I can so easily now like take like 10 days off of a marathon and just not run cold turkey. I And like, even at that, like I have talked about how I want to take even more time off this year. I think just like speaks to like how much I am growing and learning as a runner, which like all of us are on different journeys with that. But like, I am just like not going to be going into this year running with a niggle and ignoring it and like pushing through pains that I'm feeling because and then I think as well like what I spoke about in like a video around like sharing that and like kind of knowing that like I have people who watch me I have like a younger audience who may watch me and like people who feel like they come to my videos to like find inspiration and motivation like I don't want to inspire people to like do that I want to inspire people to listen to your body and like put yourself first put your health first because at the end of the day like running will always be there but like every run that you get to do without an injury is a blessing because to be running and have like your full health okay I feel like it's such a like huge thing that so many of us take for granted so like that is yeah I think a big out for me for 2024. Number two is wasting time reading hate comments. This one is not one that I've like I've not like created like really like a video or like an episode or anything around. I spoke about it one evening on my TikTok and Instagram stories, but essentially I was made aware a few months ago that there is a Reddit thread that contains like that is like specifically geared towards like hating on female running influencers. And like, again, I still hate I don't like I literally hate referring to myself as that. But I feel like I don't know. I think it was just really hard at the time because like I I know that like you can post a video and you get like a bad comment or you get like someone posting something like really, you know, out of touch or taking something out of context. And that's one thing. But like seeing a whole thread and seeing like all of these comments saying like, you know, these people like genuinely hate you or like they like pick apart like every single every single thing that you post and every part of your character I think is like a whole nother thing and it's something that like I have really been like thinking a lot about because like I think initially like it wasn't the nicest thing obviously to read and I really tried to like pretend like it didn't affect me so like I wasn't saying anything I wasn't like sharing about it but I feel like I I've gotten to a point where like I'm okay to admit that like yes it affects me and like yes it is not nice to read and I like don't enjoy reading stuff like that but at the same time like I just don't want to like spend any time this year like going out of my way to search up this stuff and like read it ever again because like genuinely like when you think about people who write hate comments I think of them as like bullies because like for those of us myself included that were bullied in like school when we were younger like those people genuinely are like projecting their like inner feelings outwards towards you and they're making you feel 
sometimes like how they feel and like name calling and all these things but like essentially like you have to remember that these people are projecting things that like have nothing to do with you and like all they want to do is pick apart your character they want to pick apart who you are because like they just don't have anything better to do like and like at the same but also like I think it's easy to fixate on like a few like hate comments or like a few hate threads on reddit and then you don't even like realize the like thousands of people that you actually do like influence positively and like I love getting dms from you guys when you tell me like you know you follow me on every platform and you really enjoy my content or like you like share like a specific running story and like how my videos or my podcast like helped you towards a running goal like that is the stuff that like melts my heart and I like I keep having to remind myself like that is what's important and at the end of the day like those people who want to like sit in that corner of the internet are just not they don't matter to me and like you know they don't matter to those of us who like have are here to improve our running improve ourselves improve our mental health and that's all I'm going to say on that but yeah Number three, big out, avoiding carbs. I am so done avoiding carbs. That was like a big journey and a big sort of like moment of realization that I had in April of last year of just like, you know, coming to terms with like the reality that I was still struggling with a part of my like food, my relationship with food and like my healing journey with my eating disorder. And I feel like you know, especially coming out of the holidays now, like I just like, I love being away on holiday and I love just like enjoying myself and having like, you know, we had so many pastel donatas, we had such good food and it just felt really great to like be able to eat that and like not feel that shame that I used to in previous years around the holidays. But I think as well, it's it's an area as well that I feel like I'm sort of trying to learn more and more about and like I love listening to podcasts of like other people and like learning about like how different food groups and different like I guess like food names like fructose and glucose and like sort of those things that like we need as runners are so important and like why carbohydrates are important to fuel you as a runner and like why your body needs that and I feel like it's just really helped me in my relationship with food it's helped me in just like sort of even in my day-to-day eating and just like knowing like what's better for me rather than like maybe overeating on like another kind of like area of food and I feel like it's sort of just like a constant journey that I'm on but it's one that I am at a point where I'm just like comfortable with like just like sort of like calling myself out when I am having those thoughts again and I feel like Gabriel supports me really really well with this and I'm so grateful for that because it means so much to have a partner that like can help you like just like call yourself out and be like you know why are you doing that like that's not good for you that's not good for you and you're running and like you know we both have huge goals for this year so I feel like it's it's something that I have to constantly remind myself of but it's like an area that I really want to like dive into and like push myself towards this year because I you know I've got London I've got Chicago like they're big marathons and their big like goal I've got big goals for them and I'm really excited and I really do just want to like make sure that I go into both of these like giving my all because like I said I've never qualified for I've never time qualified for a marathon and let alone two like that's amazing so I really want to like approach them both in the best way possible and I'm going to be sharing a lot of sort of episodes and content around just like my training and what I'm doing different this year so definitely stay tuned for that but yeah we're going to stop avoiding carbs The next out is spending time in environments where I feel unwanted. And I'm not going to be like specific about this and I don't want to like hate on anything specific and I'm not going to like specify this in any way. But I think it's just important that like 
as you get older, you sort of realize like where your true friends lie, but also like where you're actually wanted versus like, you know, and I think it's, it does a lot for your mental health as well because like, I think that like, you know, we have, we only have so much time in the day and we really should be devoting it towards things that matter to us, things that are important to us and things that we love. And it's obviously hurtful sometimes when like you do go and like devote time to something and you feel like, you know, you don't, actually feel very wanted there by like maybe like the people or something in that like event or whatever and I think it's just important to prioritize you and prioritize like what's important to you and how and I think it's always like important to surround yourself with people who uplift you and want the best for you and like want to like work hard with you and continuously improve with you so yeah I think it's like it can be applicable in like so many different elements work school life friends and so I think it's just like I don't know. It's something that like is kind of like a self-respect thing. And I think it's something that like as a people pleaser has taken me years to learn and just like be more firm with my boundaries. Okay, the next out is overtraining. I feel like this kind of like is applicable and ties in with the first out around like running with a niggle. But I think it's just like something that I've learned over the years and something that is like a bad habit of mine that I have to like remind myself that is not good for me from my eating disorder that like it's not going to improve me any more than it's not going to help improve me at the end of the day and if anything it's going to lead you to injury and burnout a lot faster so I think it's more important to just like I said in the first out listen to your body and just like stick to what the training is like scheduled for you I guess like if you have a coach or you're following a plan and just sort of do that but also at the same time I think it's important to like step back and assess week by week like how that training makes you feel if it's too much or if it's too little and sort of like have that check-in with yourself have that check-in with your coach and just like continue to like do what's best for you The next out is screen time before bed. Now, this is one that's really hard to knock for me, I think, and many of us, I know. I think it's really easy to, like, sit in bed and scroll on TikTok or Instagram until you, like, realize that it's, like, way too late and you should be going to bed. So, I've been trying to, like, get more into a habit of reading, like, a chapter or two. I tell myself, like, you know, read at least a chapter and anything more is great, but, like, that's sort of what I try and tell myself to, like, stick to. And then I try and journal as much as possible, but, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I feel like journaling every day is something that I feel, like, burns me out a lot faster and, like, actually will, like, make me not want to journal. So, I feel like I just want to... I now just like journal when and where I want to and I feel like that kind of helps me have more meaningful like sort of journaling sessions where I'm like really like you know delving into like different elements of my life and writing about it and just like really checking in with myself and yeah. The next out is being too hard on myself personally and professionally. This is a tough one because I I wouldn't say that I'm like an overachiever I am more so just like I'm never quite pleased with myself even if I hit a goal and I feel like I mean Chicago was like a perfect example of this where like I PR'd by 10 minutes but because I didn't get a BQ I was super hard on myself. I was like crying hysterically after the race and it was I think like it's I mean like yes and no like I had 
I know that people who also are working towards a BQ like understand that emotion, but at the same time, like it really truly took me a few days to like actually reflect on Chicago positively and like actually see it as like, okay, like you PR'd, you worked really hard, like you were really uncomfortable for most of that race, but like you pushed through, you found a way, you didn't like, you never at any point stopped or stepped off. And I feel like that's really important. But I think as well, like I can be quite hard on myself professionally and I am really hard on myself like in my career and like whether or not I am actually like, you know, I'm not someone who wants to like necessarily climb the corporate ladder, but I'm someone who like wants to like, for example, please my manager and I want them to be happy with my work. I want them to be happy with my progress and just like how I'm doing. And I think it's really easy to like fixate on certain like small moments in both your personal and professional life. And like for me, it kind of looks like, you know, something small happening that maybe like I perceive as bad. And then I'll start to like spiral and just think like all these like big things. And my brain is just like, oh, well, you're a failure. And like all these, and just like calling myself like really mean things. And this book that I'm, I keep talking about has really helped me sort of like really understand those thoughts and like learn to like kind of take a step back and say like, hold on, like this is not that big of a deal. This isn't something that I should be like freaking out about like as much as I am. And instead like looking at it from a more like, okay, like that's okay. Like this happened. Let's move on. You know, tomorrow's a new day, etc. And so I think it's really, it's definitely easier said than done, but it's something that I really want to focus on in the new year. The next one is something that I talked about in my highs and lows, being dependent on caffeine. It's a big one that I really want to knock in the butt. And I feel like, you know, the trip to Portugal and like really like kind of cold turkey stopping caffeine was like a great start and I'm really trying to keep it to like I don't know one sometimes maybe two and like rather than the two to three sometimes four that I would have previously and I think it's something that I really want to be more mindful of and I have really enjoyed like having tea instead. I used to be a huge tea person in high school so I'm really enjoying like sort of like stepping back into that and obviously coffee dehydrates you as well so I'm trying to also just like learn to drink water and just like do that instead and like tell myself remind myself that like not every drink that I have throughout the day has to be a coffee that it actually can be like can be things that are like helpful to me like hydrating me or like having an electrolyte or having tea. And so that's going to be like my aim for the new year as well. This next one is a big one that I am really excited to try and focus on. But the next out is obsessing over my watch slash pace and instead just trying to run to feel. So like this is a big one. And this was one that I actually applied this morning and I felt very positive about it because like it ended in me, it ended in me having a much more positive track experience. So today was actually my first speed workout back in in about three weeks since like not having speed work. So I was definitely like daunted and I was like scared because I was like, is this going to go well? I'm really worried I've like lost fitness and I'm not going to be like as fast as I was, you know, three, four weeks ago. And I had like, I guess my thing is like, I'll, I'll, I will always input the workout into my Koros and I will kind of just like use that as a guide so that it can like buzz when I know I need to like speed up or slow down and just like know where I'm at in the workout. But I think it was really great to really focus on like, for example, today was 10 intervals of two minutes. And my coach also will always put in her notes in the workout. Like for example, today she was just like, you know, aim for like this sort of a pace, but like 
do more of like a run to feel. And I can successfully say that I did not focus on my watch too much. I wasn't like obsessively looking down like multiple times throughout an interval trying to like see if I was in pace. And I think it's really easy to get lost in that. And I think at the end of the day, like you need to be able to like run to feel. And there are so many different situations, especially running in a big city where like your GPS on your watch will like 100% be off like all the time. It's so much better to like know what different paces feel like. So like this morning, even though I was meant to run at like a 5k pace, I was doing more of like a half marathon pace just because it was my first session back. And I think that also was like really nice because like it was a moment where I was like, okay, I could have pushed it. I could have been a lot more hard on myself, but I actually wanted to be like more gentle. I know that I'm like still dealing with like a bit of a neat a bit of like knee pain here and there so I don't want to like push it too much and like that ended and resulted in like a positive track session and I was like smiling and enjoying it even though it was pouring rain and I feel like it just helps you enjoy the sport of running more as well and the last out is going to be drinking fizzy drinks and instead just drinking and hydrating with good old water so something that I've like never really talked about is like I'm a huge fizzy water person. I love me a flavored water and I go through the bot- those bottles that like Tesco and Sainsbury sell so freaking quick. And like if I'm in the US, the equivalent would be like a LaCroix or um, like those poppy drinks. And I feel like I, whilst like those don't necessarily like have anything bad, I feel like I should just be like going and like switching to like drinking more water because like at the end of the day, like that's going to serve me better than like trying to drink this like flavored fizzy drink and like I'm not eliminating it completely. I just want to try and focus on drinking more water and like trying to reach for water more rather than just like drinking another bottle of flavored fizzy drink. And yeah, but that those are all of my outs. So now we're going to go into the ins. Okay, so the first in for 2024, as I mentioned, more trips, whether they're just weekend trips, international trips, trips to warm places, in general, just more trips. Like I said, I miss traveling and Portugal like really reminded me of that. And we actually are heading to Copenhagen this weekend. Um, we booked this trip like a while back, but like the Portugal one was way last minute. So like when we, and then we didn't really realize like how close they were until we were in Portugal. And like, I got the email from British Airways being like, hey, like, by the way, your trip is upcoming. And I was like, oh, wow. So like we get back, we're back for like five days and then we're going to Copenhagen. Um, But Copenhagen's just going to be a fun weekend trip. And Gabriel's never been. I love Copenhagen. I haven't been back since 2019, but I feel like as if you're any, just like anyone who enjoys a good good coffee, good pastry, good food. And like, it's such a lovely, beautiful place. It's so clean and so nice and the people are lovely. So I'm really excited and I might also be doing another trip to Denmark very soon. I will sort of share more on that soon, but there is um, sort of something exciting in the works and I'm really excited to share more. But yeah, just more trips and more traveling and like utilizing your PTO and your annual leave and like not letting that sit until the end of the year, which like there's nothing wrong with that, but just like being more strategic about like utilizing it throughout the year so that like I sort of have like we have more of those like you know, trips away to like switch off. Um, I think it's just like so important for overall like mental health with like balancing a day job and just like, yeah, the stresses of that. The next in is long form content. So I am really excited. I shared a 
I uploaded a new YouTube video yesterday on New Year's Day, but I shared a big goal of mine for the new year, which, which is going to be uploading 52 videos in 2024. So that equates to one video a week. YouTube has always sort of been like the big dream for me when it comes to content. Like the podcast was really nice and I still love it, but like it was a nice sort of like starter for me in terms of like, you know, I don't have to show my face and it's just me talking into a mic and it's like, you know, whatever I want to say and like no one knows. Like I if you guys like have been following me since the beginning, like the podcast art used to be like something that was like a drawing or like faceless. So like it wasn't necessarily tied to me. And I only recently in February of last year, like changed the art so that it was my face. And I feel like slowly but surely I've been building the confidence like slowly throughout the years. And I've always like since I was 13 wanted to do YouTube. I was 100% one of those girls. Me and my best friend when we were like 13 used to do like makeup videos and and we also did videos where she would sing and I would play the guitar. Like we love that stuff. All of those videos are privated, so you can't find them. Um, but yeah, I am just really excited to kind of like just dive into this goal and like just like be very bold about it and just be like vocal about it and unapologetic because I feel like for the longest time what's held me back is just like worrying about what people will think and thinking that like it's cringe or it's like not you know cool or like whatever and I think for me I just like don't want to live a life of regret I really want to like dive into it I want to just like you know I want to just like go for this goal I want to see what happens and I just feel like it's such a nice way to look back on certain like trips and memories so like I still have so much Portugal content content that I'm working through, but I'm going to like break them up into smaller vlogs. But I feel like it's just nice to share like different parts of my life. And yeah, I'm just really excited to sort of like share that. And I don't know if I'll combine sort of like the podcast and YouTube videos like I did for like the Q&A after Chicago, but I know that that one was really well liked. So we'll see. And if you ever have any recommendations or you have any video suggestions, like please DM me, comment on that YouTube video. Um, and yeah, and I'm hoping to do things like giveaways on YouTube. Like there's a lot that I'm sort of like coming up with idea wise, but yeah, definitely subscribe. There's a link in the show notes of the episode. It's a big, exciting goal for me. So that is the second in. The third in is going to be incorporating two to three cross training sessions per week. So this for me would look like swimming, cycling, going to the gym, doing yoga classes, like literally just like anything that's not running, but just incorporating more of that so that I'm not too like running heavy and like focused on running. I know that marathon training can be perceived to be like, you know, quite high mileage and like really intensive running and like it is, but I think you can also approach it in a way where like you incorporate other elements of cardio training to like help like reduce the impact on your body and I feel like something like swimming is really great and I keep telling myself that I want to do more of, but I'm really going to try and like push myself to do more of in the new year and I just like whenever I do it, I'm like so happy that I did it and I miss it so much. So I'm hoping to incorporate it more and just kind of like slowly gently like get myself back into it. But I think strength training is like another big one that I really enjoy to do as cross training. And I feel like I love getting stronger and I feel like I've gotten to a point where like I really love like going and like, you know, going up in weights and like getting stronger in the gym and just like feeling stronger and being proud of my legs, being proud of my strong body. That's something that's taken me years to be okay with and like be proud of and be happy with. So I feel like that's something that I really want to also 
lean into in the new year. So I'm really excited to do that and share more on that. But yeah, the next in is more hiking and cycling excursions. I love doing like weekend trips away. Gabriel and I did a few last summer and I know that like this time of year is like not the best to do, but I feel like it's just nice to like go away and like go and do a hike somewhere, go and do like a big long cycle. And I feel like they're sometimes perceived to be like, you know, there's a lot of planning that you ha- that has to go in. You have to like, you know, really allocate like all this time. But I feel like it's so nice because it is like almost like another way of switching off rather than like having to book like this whole trip away, but actually just like going away for like a day trip to like a different part of like the country that you live or the city that you live and just like exploring new area and switching off is always just a really nice way to just like spend your time and yeah. The next in is being proud of having ambitious goals. This was one that Gabriel came up with and I really loved it because I think it's really easy to like feel like going for a big goal is scary and feeling like you're not ready for it or you're not like, you know, capable of achieving it. And so, and I think it's like also hard to then like vocalize that and like say that out loud, especially online. And like going for the BQ at Chicago was a perfect example of that. And, you know, it was one that I I had said that like I wasn't, I didn't know that we were going to be going for it so soon. And my coach Sally was like, I think that you're capable. I think that like you can totally do it. And I remember like just like you know, saying it out loud and being like, yep, I just ran like 342 at Manchester and now I'm going to go for something that's like way faster. And I... I think like at the time it took me some time to like accept it, but I feel like I am now at a place where I'm just like more confident in that and I know what my body is capable of. But like at the end of the day, like like having goals is not something that we should be ashamed of. Having goals is like such a great thing and such a great way to like go about your year and go about your life because it provides structure. And it's not like you need to like, you know, set this big goal and say like, yep, it's going to be from point A to point B and that's it. But instead, like actually look at it from a point where like you can, you know, look at like, okay, I want to, for example, keep I want to, for example, BQ and, but like, I'm going to come up with like these small steps in between and like focus on these with my coach. And we're going to talk about these along the way and like fix, like focus, focus on these to make sure that I get there. And I think that, you know, there's something to be said about just like being vocal about it and like sharing that boldly and not being like ashamed of it. And I think it's, Something that I have to remind myself is going to be like, it's going to be hard to do at first, but I think at the end of the day, it helps like those around you that also kind of like look up to you or see you also like going for a similar or like bigger goals. And then it shows that like that goal is actually like not as out of reach as like you or that person watching you may think. And so I think like having big goals is awesome and it's like such a great way to like push yourself forward and continue to like push yourself to improve yourself. So yeah, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to stop being scared of like sharing those big ambitious goals. The next in is having an off season. I did an entire podcast episode on this so you can go and listen to that but I am so like I feel like I've really come to the decision that like after Chicago I would love to take like a full month like minimum off of running. We'll see where I'm at when I get there, but like I am so ready for like just like having a dedicated time of the year where I'm just like not running and give myself time to like focus on other areas of my life. So that is going to be a big one for me. 
Next in, actually taking easy runs easy. This is another one where I shared in a, I think, TikTok or Instagram reel that I... I'm just like calling myself out that like I do not run my easy runs easy and I think that like sometimes they're hard because like I typically will start the week with an easy run and so it's easy for me to just be like well you know I've had like a day off after my long run and now I just want to like get into running again but I think it's really important to remember like how important it is to really like if you want to be successful in your training you have to take your easy runs easy in order to allow yourself to like use the rest of the momentum for those harder like interval tempo threshold sessions and so that's something that I'm going to really focus on and like push myself to like really just like slow the f down and like stop running my easy runs so fast the next in is going to be finding joy in trail running so I know that this podcast started with me doing a trail marathon and look it wasn't my decision. I didn't realize what I had done at the time, but it's something that I really want to find joy in again because I have a big goal of like wanting to do an ultra. Hopefully this year we'll see. Gabriel and I would love to do one together and I think I just like the idea of having like fun during a race and not feeling like under pressure for time and just really enjoying it, but I think that like a big part of that is obviously going to be like getting back into trail running and having the proper gear and just like kind of like, you know, learning to like find the joy in that again and I think that a big thing that holds me back I'm not gonna lie is the the fact that I just have like the worst ankles like they're so unstable and I roll them all the time so like I think that's a big scary thing for me with trail running yeah we'll see I I want to set this as like a goal because I really would like to do an ultra at some point but I feel like trail running is always something that like I just see people do and I feel like you know, looking at like their videos of their runs, it just looks so joyful and so fun. So it's something that I really want to try and get back into. The next in is that I want to invest in my first proper camera and learn more about editing. So I am really excited. This sort of ties into the whole like YouTube goal for the year. And so at the moment, I'm using one of Gabriel's older cameras to kind of just like get the hang of it and see what it's like. And then I might then like purchase I'm probably going to purchase one that I've like seen seems to be sort of like one of the ones that a lot of like vloggers and YouTubers go for as like their first camera. So we'll see what that's like, but I'm excited to just like as part of like just like being proud of having ambitious goals and just like investing into those goals and like just like going for it because it's something that I've just like held myself back from for so long. So I'm really excited to just like learn what it's like to actually use like a an actual camera other than my iPhone camera. And I will definitely share more about that and just like share more about my learnings along the way because I feel like a lot of people who do short form content are like a little bit put off, myself included, by like the longer form content just because like even just like editing a YouTube video takes so much longer than editing a TikTok or an Instagram reel. But I'm really excited to like commit myself to it because I'm definitely very passionate about it and I want to just like share more of my life, of my training, of just like my travels this year in general. So yeah, stay tuned for that. The next in is going to be going to therapy to work on my triggers. And I'm just like fully calling myself out here. I am such an anxious person. And I, you know, if you've been listening, I've been through a lot in the past year. And there are things that I've not shared online that I've been through. And there they're just things that like, I think kind of sit under the surface. And I am aware of them. 
but I don't really like, sometimes I just like don't like to actually like, I don't know, go into like think about them deeply. And I feel like this book that I'm reading has really opened up my eyes in terms of like why it's important to focus on these things so that you can work on your triggers because then like I'll get triggered by really random things and then it really confuses me as to like why I'm anxious or frustrated or angry or mad. And I feel like a big thing for me is that I really just want to go back to therapy and like have that space, you know, however many times a month to just like talk to someone professional and help them like help me connect the dots as to like why I feel the way I feel, why I am the way I am and just like learn more about like what makes me me and just like learn more about that. And I think that it's so important to do that as an individual, but also just like as a functioning adult and I know that it'll make me a better person for it. So I'm really excited to do that this year. The next goal, the next in for me is going to be charging my phone outside the bedroom, which ties in with my out of screen time before bed. We did this in Portugal and I really liked it in terms of like charging, like plugging my phone in outside on the kitchen table and then going to bed and then only having my book and my journal in the bedroom. I feel like that was just a really good way of like knowing that like, okay, that's now like out of my hands. It's literally outside the bedroom. I can't, I can't like access it until tomorrow, but it was just a nice way of like, just like, you know, like cutting myself off from like even like tempting myself into the screen time thing because like I feel like if I charge my phone near my bed then I'm tempted to just like grab it by my bedside and like pick it up and check something or scroll and I think for me it's really nice to like have it outside the bedroom and then just like put my watch and my phone on sleep and just like turn off all notifications and really just like have that boundary of like okay it's now time to get ready for bed because I also want to another one of my ins is prioritizing getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep a night. I feel like it's changed my whole life ever since I started prioritizing sleep more around like summertime last year. I just feel like I function a lot better. My mood is a lot better and I'm just like a better, happier person for it. So it's like a big one that I really want to invest myself in. Another in for me, well, an in for Gabriel and I is just more regularly scheduled date nights. And I have never really talked too much. And I don't, I'm not going to talk too much here about like my relationship, but I feel like something that has been really great with like our relationship is just like how much we check in and how much we are just like checking in on our relationship and each other. But I think it's really easy to like get into a routine of like, okay, we're going to work or we're going to train and or like we're, you know, having a big a big editing session, but I feel like in for those of us who are in like longer term relationships, like you really have to like go out of your way to schedule in those like regularly planned date nights because otherwise like it's really easy to just be like, okay, let's just stay home and cook or let's just stay home and do this. And I think it's like nice to like really make the time to go and like, you know, go somewhere nice to eat for dinner or just like do a fun activity and like it doesn't have to be something extravagant so I think it's really like nice to have this as a goal for both of us for the new year and I think it's just like a nice sort of you know reminder that like relationships take work and for both of us wanting to like do that together is really great so I'm really looking forward to that in the new year and I feel like we always like love going and trying new food places. So I feel like that's like also a really fun thing. So I'm excited to do that more here in London. All right, two more. The next in is going to be just slowing down because I feel like sometimes I feel like I am on overdrive and I'm just like, so go, go, go. And just like feel so overwhelmed all of the time. But I 
feel like I really want to try and focus on slowing down more. And I feel like this ties into the whole like caffeine thing, which is like the next in or my last in around just like having less caffeine to hopefully having less anxiety. And I just want to slow down more and just like stop feeling like I have to be like go, go, go all the time 24-7. And I know that like sometimes like I feel like I do stretch myself really thin with like everything that I do. But like at the end of the day, like I really do find a lot of joy and I'm quite passionate about like all of the running stuff and like this podcast and creating videos. So I feel like there's definitely a time and place for it, but I'm trying to like continuously find the balance and like what will be best for me in terms of like not stressing myself out too much or like you know stretching myself too thin and so I feel like that's definitely going to be a big goal as well for the new year but that wraps up all of my ins and outs for 2024. I know that this was a pretty lengthy episode but I hope you enjoyed it. I just really enjoyed like talking through each of those and kind of explaining why I have them on my list and I loved reading through other people's ins and outs and so some of those definitely also like inspired my list. So I hope that this also inspires you to write a list if you haven't done so yet but I hope that you all are well and healthy and I am just excited for the new year and I am excited to create more episodes and I am always just really grateful for you guys listening to the podcast. So thank you again. If you do listen on a certain platform like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to subscribe, to follow and leave a review and a rating for the podcast as it really helps it in terms of like just like giving me feedback and like letting me know what you guys are thinking of uh, with the podcast and I do enjoy seeing the Q&A responses from time to time so I, I really enjoy like getting the feedback from you guys so it means a lot but I hope that you are well and I will see you in the next episode. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, if you ever have any questions or like just feedback that you want to give me, you can always reach out to me on social media and send me a DM. I also have my email, I think, somewhere linked somewhere. But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed creating this episode and I'm excited to create more in 2024. So I will see you in the next one. Bye.